Good morning. Welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to the free search for truth, meaning, and beauty. My name is Chris Jimerson. I'm the Minister for Program Development here at the church, and I have with me Bill Phillips, who's our wonderful lay leader this morning. We welcome each of you here. I especially want to extend a welcome to our visitors this morning. We are so glad you're here, and we hope you'll join us for coffee and conversation in Housen Hall after the service. We come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in every person, and it's in that tradition that I invite you to turn to those around you this morning and greet the holy among us. It's also our tradition in Unitarian Universalist churches to begin our services by lighting a chalice, which is a symbol of our faith. Please say with me our words for lighting the chalice, which are printed in your order of worship. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Our call to worship this morning is by Reverend Chris Jimerson. Come into this sacred space. Come. Dwell together upon this hallowed ground. Come, bringing your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. Come also, bringing your secret fears and disappointments, your hurt and sorrow, your fragility, your, your uncertainty. Come into this community of nurturing, transformative love. Come into where, together, we summon our courage and be vulnerable together. Where we joyfully move toward the great unknown, together. Unitarian Universalism is a faith without creed. We don't have a set of beliefs that we all have to sign on to. And so sometimes people say, well, if you don't believe in the same things, then what holds you together? Well, a lot holds us together, and one of the big things that holds us together at this church is our mission. It's our common purpose. We put it on our wall, and we say it together every Sunday. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Our meditation reading this morning is a poem by Wendy L. Brown titled Leap of Faith. Standing before a fork in the road, there is not a right answer or truth cast in stone. There are choices and plans and desire. There is the heart of fire and twist of fate. There is the unveiling of who you are and who you are becoming. This I have found after bargaining with my hopes and my destiny. There is only a still, quiet voice within that tells me, trust what you know and then surrender. Leap if you must. Let your wings unfurl, let your angels play catch. We drink 
dreams from a sliver of moon. This is the time in our service where we breathe together. We breathe together and breathing in, breathing out, feeling the loving presence of those around us. We follow our breath to a deeper place inside, a place of greater wisdom, a place of greater stillness, the place where that spark of the divine within each of us resides. And breathing together, we enter a time of sacred silence together, remembering that human sounds and the sounds of small children are a part of that silence in this congregation. Breathing together, now let us enter that time of sacred silence together. This past Friday morning, as I sat down to start writing this sermon, which I had titled Leap of Faith, I glanced at the calendar on my computer and realized that it was exactly three years from the day I began full-time ministry here at First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. Thank you. So it occurred to me that I probably ought to express my appreciation to our senior minister, Meg Barnhouse, for having taken a leap of faith on a fresh-out-of-seminary new minister who had only just gotten ministerial fellowship from our Unitarian Universalist Association three days prior to that first day of full-time ministry here at the church. So thank all of you for supporting Meg's leap of faith. The phrase leap of faith is thought to have derived from the Danish philosopher Kierkegaard, who actually used the term leap to faith, which he thought was necessary in order to accept the contradictions and paradoxes present within the Christian belief system. Now, in my own life, I eventually came to agree with him about those contradictions, and I leapt to a different faith instead and became a post-Christian Unitarian Universalist. Anyway, I wanted to explore the ways in which we take leaps of faith and even what we mean by the phrase these days, with or without the religious connotations. I was curious about how much power the phrase might even still hold in this or much more secular age. So I conducted a rigorous scientific study. I posted on Facebook asking people to tell me about when they'd taken a leap of faith. The post garnered 42 responses. I told my trainer at the gym about this because he likes to get into philosophical discussions with me as he puts me through exercises no one my age has any business attempting. He said, wow, I didn't think you had that many friends. (laughs) Apparently, he's a comedian, too. Anyway, some common themes emerged. 
Lots of folks had made a leap of faith to move somewhere geographically to which they had always felt a strong drawing, a place where they felt a peace and a sense of being at home. And they often did that at great expense and often involving the sacrifice of lucrative careers. Similarly, many people expressed having given up career, often in midlife or later, and making a leap of faith to pursue some strong sense of a calling. Some, like me, had felt a calling to ministry and found themselves upending their lives to enroll in seminary. Other people had made a leap of faith to switch careers to one of the other helping professions like psychological counseling, social work, or medicine. And still others felt called to pursue a wide variety of creative arts fields, from writing to music to different types of design work to performance arts and many, many others. People also talked about making all kinds of leaps of faith around parenting. Another common theme people expressed was taking a leap of faith to allow themselves to love and to be loved, and also, though, the other way around, to leave a long-term relationship that was no longer working. Finally, several Unitarian Universalists wrote of their struggles to allow themselves to even experience faith again after finding Unitarian Universalism because they had been wounded by religion in their past. Several themes also emerged around what taking a leap of faith is and is not, and under what circumstances we most often take such a leap. This came out in the Post as well as in several journal, journal articles I read on the subject. We most often take a leap of faith out of a love for something, a desire for something greater and more fulfilling, not out of fear. In fact, fear-based decision-making most often keeps us stuck where we are or causes us to regress. And leaps of faith are not acting rashly or full-heartedly. They occur when we feel a strong pull towards something. We feel a need for change in our lives or we, we face some challenge and we have to make decisions about what to do with incomplete information and sometimes with limited options. We choose to move forward. We make the leap as best we can in the face of great uncertainty. And really, when in life are we not facing great uncertainty? In fact, some folks expressed that their leaps didn't even really feel like much of a choice at all. I remember reading the story by one woman who eventually had established a happy, successful consultancy business, but only after feeling unfulfilled and miserable for many years in a corporate job. She wrote of her experience, it felt less like a leap and more like being pushed off the edge of a cliff. And we have to know that sometimes we do fall off the cliff. Sometimes we make a leap of faith and we fail. Or it doesn't work out, at least not the way we had planned. Sometimes, like the wily Coyote and those Roadrunner cartoons, we go flying off the edge of the cliff only to hang impossibly in the air for a moment and then fall straight to the ground below. Remember the sound effect? I'll try to do it. It's like... Splat. The thing is, 
almost always, like the wily coyote, we somehow miraculously survive the fall. And unlike the coyote, sometimes good things do eventually come out of it. We learn from it. We are transformed even if recovering from the fall is painful, at least for a while. Back in the early 2000s, my spouse, Wayne, and I had begun to realize that we wanted to make some changes in our lives. We were living in Houston at the time and, for a variety of reasons, wanted to leave Houston and felt that Austin would be a better fit for us. Likewise, though we both had good positions doing work we liked at a nonprofit healthcare clinic, for me at least, there was still a feeling of something missing, something not quite completely fulfilling about what I was doing. So we talked, and I began applying for positions here in Austin. In 2004, when I was offered a position with a, as the executive director of a nonprofit organization that provides immigration legal services, we made a leap of faith. We moved to Austin. Wayne is a physician, we thought. He can get work anywhere, we thought. We leased an apartment here in Austin, and I moved over to start the new position. Wayne stayed back in Houston for a while to get the household and to search for primary care positions here in Austin. Eventually, we did sell the house, and Wayne thought he had found a position. And then it fell through. And then he couldn't find another job here in Austin. <coughs> Splat! Apparently, at that time, primary care physicians across the country seemed to be wanting to move to Austin, and the city's health care infrastructure hadn't kept up with its population groups growth, so such positions were almost never coming open. So Wayne had to go back to work for the clinic in Houston. For a year, we lived in separate cities, one of us traveling to be with the other one on weekends when we could. And that was hard. It did feel as if we had fallen off a cliff sometimes. And yet, we learned from it, and we were eventually transformed by it. We learned that our love for one another, our relationship was strong enough to survive and overcome the geographic distance that had been placed between us. We learned that there really is some truth to that old adage that absence can make the heart grow fonder, but what they don't tell you is that you have to work at it, even from across the distance, to help that love grow stronger. We learned that my domestic skills and talents were extremely lacking at the time. You can't microwave an egg. Kidding, I wasn't that bad, and I've gotten better since then, though Wayne might feel differently as to what degree. Eventually, Wayne got a great position with a clinic here in Austin, where one of the other doctors happened to be a member of this place called First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. He told Wayne all about it, and we decided to visit the church. And so began a series of other leaps of faith that have been transformative in our lives and have led to me standing in this pulpit this morning telling you this story. One of the things that so strongly drew me to Unitarian Universalism was that it inherently involves taking 
a leap of faith, not a leap to faith so that we can accept holding contradictory beliefs simultaneously like Kierkegaard said was necessary, but rather an acceptance that none of us has all the answers, that revelation is continuously unfolding, that there are questions more profound than answers, that undiscovered vistas still lie before us that sometimes, sometimes we experience transcendence by allowing the great mystery to wash over us. We make leaps of faith within this religion all the time. Lifelong you use and or you use who are people of color who stay with our faith even when it doesn't always live up to its own aspirations. People who were previously non-religious, who discover in Unitarian Universalism a faith that doesn't require holding beliefs in the supernatural. Folks from various different faith backgrounds who often felt wounded by their prior religion and find in Unitarian Universalism a faith where they can leap back in again. And every Sunday, we come together as people from these wide-ranging backgrounds and more. Every Sunday, we come together as a people with a multiplicity of theologies or worldviews. Earlier, I called myself a post-Christian UU. I made that distinction to respect that we do have many UUs who view their faith through a Christian lens. And among us, every Sunday morning, we have atheists and agnostics and possibilians and Buddhists and folks who draw from earth-centered traditions and many, many other faith views. We have a number of us who hold a faith we have constructed for ourselves by drawing from all of these world's wisdom sources. Yet despite these differing views, we come together to experience, no matter what each of us may envision it to be, humanity, the web of all existence, God, the music of the universe unfolding, no matter what we call it, we come together to experience something we recognize as much larger than ourselves, yet of which we are not just a part, but an integral part. And that leap of faith, that leap of faith that we make together during worship at its best creates in us a sense of accountability to each other and our world, a faith that the way in which we live our lives matters. So it takes a big leap of faith for us to come together across such a wide range of spiritualities, and yet every Sunday we do exactly that. Perhaps we need each other to take our leaps of faith. Maybe, though, we must go out alone into the wilderness for a while. In the end, our faith only exists in relationship with others. And in fact, sometimes we make a group leap, leap of faith. Over the years, I've witnessed the folks in this church make some pretty big and brave leaps of faith. Here are just a couple of recent examples. Offering immigration sanctuary first to Sulma Franco and now Illyrio. 
We're taking a leap of faith in both instances because it's not possible to know what the outcome may be when providing sanctuary. And with Sulma, we were kind of having to build the bicycle as we rode it because we had never done it before. And what a leap of faith Sulma took and Illyrio is taking with us. This church also had a capital campaign and is about to begin renovations and expansions. We made a leap of faith that, like in that old movie, Filled of Dreams, if we build it, they will come. And my friends, they will come. Already, they are coming to our doors. What we are, we are only swinging those doors wide open and setting up a larger welcome table for folks who are not really they, but us. Author and speaker Martha Beck said on the Oprah show, so you know it has to be true, <laughs> she said that our leaps of faith are always love-based decisions, never fear-based So these then are just examples of the love-based decisions this church has made together. We make our leaps of faith. We take risks in the face of uncertainty because we are lured by love and life to do so. We take our leaps of faith because we don't get to feel fully alive, most creatively alive, unless we take these leaps. We only get love if we leap. We only experience the fullness of our own creative capacity if we leap. Our souls only take flight if we take a leap of faith first. So now after you leave today, you can say to people, the minister at church this morning told me to go take a flying leap. Please just be sure you also tell them that he said that because he wishes you the love and creative life fulfillment he gets to experience every day serving at this church. Now, please say with me our words for extinguishing our chalice, which are printed in your order of service. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.